You're listening to The Big Bible Read, an initiative of the Pulse and the Word radio stations. For Bible study resources and to join a community of other Bible readers, visit BigBibleRead.com. Chapter 28 And you bring near to you your brother Aaron and his sons with him from among the Israelites, so that they may minister as my priests, Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar, Aaron's sons. You must make holy garments for your brother Aaron, for glory and for beauty. You are to speak to all who are specially skilled, whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom, so that they may make Aaron's garments to set him apart to minister as my priest. Now these are the garments that they are to make, a breastpiece, an ephod, a robe, a fitted tunic, a turban, and a sash. They are to make holy garments for your brother Aaron and for his sons, that they may minister as my priests. The artisans are to use the gold, blue, purple, scarlet, and fine linen. They are to make the ephod of gold, blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twisted linen, the work of an artistic designer. It is to have two shoulder pieces attached to two of its corners so it can be joined together. The artistically woven waistband of the ephod that is on it is to be like it, of one piece with the ephod of gold, blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twisted linen. You are to take two onyx stones and engrave on them the names of the sons of Israel, six of their names on one stone and the six remaining names on the second stone according to the order of their birth. You are to engrave the two stones with the names of the sons of Israel with the work of an engraver in stone, like the engravings of a seal. You are to have them set in gold filigree settings. You are to put the two stones on the shoulders of the ephod, stones of memorial for the sons of Israel, and Aaron will bear their names before the Lord on his two shoulders for a memorial. You are to make filigree settings of gold and two braided chains of pure gold, like a cord, and attach the chains to the settings. You are to make a breast piece for use in making decisions, the work of an artistic designer. You are to make it in the same fashion as the ephod. You are to make it of gold, blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twisted linen. It is to be square when doubled, nine inches long and nine inches wide. You are to set in it a setting for stones, four rows of stones, a row with a ruby, a topaz, and a beryl, the first row, and the second row, a turquoise, a sapphire, and an emerald, and the third row, a jacinth, an agate, and an amethyst, and the fourth row, a chrysolite, an onyx, and a jasper. They are to be enclosed in gold in their filigree settings. The stones are to be for the names of the sons of Israel, twelve, according to the number of their names. Each name, according to the twelve tribes, is to be like the engravings of a seal. You are to make for the breastpiece braided chains like cords of pure gold, and you are to make for the breastpiece two gold rings and attach the two rings to the upper two ends of the breastpiece. You are to attach the two gold chains to the two rings at the ends of the breastpiece. The other two ends of the two chains you will attach to the two settings and then attach them to the shoulder pieces of the ephod at the front of it. You are to make two rings of gold and put them on the other two ends of the breastpiece, on its edge that is on the inner side of the ephod. You are to make two more gold rings and attach them to the bottom of the two shoulder pieces on the front of the ephod, close to the juncture above the waistband of the ephod. They are to tie the breastpiece by its rings to the rings of the ephod by blue cord, so that it may be above the waistband of the ephod, and so that the breastpiece will not be loose from the ephod. 
Aaron will bear the names of the sons of Israel in the breastpiece of decision over his heart when he goes into the holy place for a memorial before the Lord continually. You are to put the Urim and the Thummim into the breastpiece of decision, and they are to be over Aaron's heart when he goes in before the Lord. Aaron is to bear the decisions of the Israelites over his heart before the Lord continually. You are to make the robe of the ephod completely blue. There is to be an opening in its top in the center of it with an edge all around the opening, the work of a weaver, like the opening of a collar so that it cannot be torn. You are to make pomegranates of blue, purple, and scarlet all around its hem and bells of gold between them all around. The pattern is to be a gold bell and a pomegranate, a gold bell and a pomegranate all around the hem of the robe. The robe is to be on Aaron as he ministers, and his sound will be heard when he enters the holy place before the Lord and when he leaves. The robe is to be on Aaron as he ministers, and his sound will be heard when he enters the holy place before the Lord and when he leaves, so that he does not die. You are to make a plate of pure gold and engrave on it the way a seal is engraved. Holiness to the Lord. You are to attach to it a blue cord so that it will be on the turban. It is to be on the front of the turban. It will be on Aaron's forehead, and Aaron will bear the iniquity of the holy things, which the Israelites are to sanctify by all their holy gifts. It will always be on his forehead for their acceptance before the Lord. You are to weave the tunic of fine linen and make the turban of fine linen and make the sash the work of an embroiderer. For Aaron's sons, you are to make tunics, sashes, and headbands for glory and for beauty. You are to clothe them, your brother Aaron and his sons with him, and anoint them and ordain them and set them apart as holy, so that they may minister as my priests. Make for them linen undergarments to cover their naked bodies. They must cover from the waist to the thighs. These must be on Aaron and his sons when they enter the tent of meeting, or when they approach the altar to minister in the holy place, so that they bear no iniquity and die. It is to be a perpetual ordinance for him and for his descendants after him. Chapter 29. Now this is what you are to do for them to consecrate them, so that they may minister as my priests. Take a young bull and two rams without blemish, and bread made without yeast, and perforated cakes without yeast mixed with oil, and wafers without yeast spread with oil. You are to make them using fine wheat flour. You are to put them in one basket and present them in the basket along with the bull and the two rams. You are to present Aaron and his sons at the entrance of the tent of meeting. You are to wash them with water and take the garments and clothe Aaron with the tunic, the robe of the ephod, the ephod, and the breastpiece. You are to fasten the ephod on him by using the skillfully woven waistband. You are to put the turban on his head and put the holy diadem on the turban. You are to take the anointing oil and pour it on his head and anoint him. You are to present his sons and clothe them with tunics and wrap the sashes around Aaron and his sons and put headbands on them. And so the ministry of priesthood will belong to them by a perpetual ordinance. Thus, you are to consecrate Aaron and his sons. You are to present the bull at the front of the tent of meeting and Aaron and his sons are to put their hands on the head of the bull. You are to kill the bull before the Lord at the entrance to the tent of meeting and take some of the blood of the bull and put it on the horns of the altar with your finger. All the rest of the blood you are to pour out at the base of the altar. You are to take all the fat that covers the entrails and the lobe that is above the liver and the two kidneys and the fat that is on them and burn them on the altar. But the meat of the bull, its skin and its dung you are to burn up outside the camp. It is a purification offering. 
You are to take one ram, and Aaron and his sons are to lay their hands on the ram's head, and you are to kill the ram and take its blood and splash it all around on the altar. Then you are to cut the ram into pieces and wash the entrails and its legs and put them on its pieces and on its head and burn the whole ram on the altar. It is a burnt offering to the Lord, a soothing aroma. It is an offering made by fire to the Lord. You are to take the second ram, and Aaron and his sons are to lay their hands on the ram's head. And you are to kill the ram and take some of its blood and put it on the tip of the right ear of Aaron, on the tip of the right ear of his sons, on the thumb of the right hand, and on the big toe of the right foot, and then splash the blood all around on the altar. You are to take some of the blood that is on the altar and some of the anointing oil and sprinkle it on Aaron, on his garments, on his sons, and on his sons' garments with him, so that he may be holy, he and his garments, along with his sons and his sons' garments. You are to take from the ram the fat, the fat tail, the fat that covers the entrails, the lobe of the liver, the two kidneys, and the fat that is on them, and the right thigh, for it is the ram for consecration, and one round flat cake of bread, one perforated cake of oiled bread, and one wafer from the basket of bread made without yeast that is before the Lord. You are to put all these in Aaron's hands and in his son's hands, and you are to wave them as a wave offering before the Lord. Then you are to take them from their hands and burn them on the altar for a burnt offering, for a soothing aroma before the Lord. It is an offering made by fire to the Lord. You are to take the breast of the ram of Aaron's consecration. You are to wave it as a wave offering before the Lord, and it is to be your share. You are to sanctify the breast of the wave offering and the thigh of the contribution, which were waved and lifted up as a contribution from the ram of consecration from what belongs to Aaron and to his sons. It is to belong to Aaron and to his sons from the Israelites by a perpetual ordinance, for it is a contribution. It is to be a contribution from the Israelites, from their peace offerings, their contribution to the Lord. The holy garments that belong to Aaron are to belong to his sons after him, so that they may be anointed in them and consecrated in them. The priest who succeeds him from his sons, when he first comes to the tent of meeting to minister in the holy place, is to wear them for seven days. You are to take the ram of the consecration and cook its meat in a holy place. Aaron and his sons are to eat the meat of the ram and the bread that was in the basket at the entrance of the tent of meeting. They are to eat those things by which atonement was made to consecrate and to set them apart. But no one else may eat them, for they are holy. If any of the meat from the consecration offerings or any of the bread is left over until morning, then you are to burn up what is left over. It must not be eaten because it is holy. Thus you are to do for Aaron and for his sons according to all I have commanded you. You are to consecrate them for seven days. Every day you are to prepare a bull for a purification offering for atonement. You are to purify the altar by making atonement for it, and you are to anoint it to set it apart as holy. For seven days you are to make atonement for the altar and set it apart as holy. Then the altar will be most holy. Anything that touches the altar will be holy. Now this is what you are to prepare on the altar every day continually. Two lambs a year old. The first lamb you are to prepare in the morning, and the second lamb you are to prepare around sundown. With the first lamb, offer a tenth of an ephah of fine flour mixed with the fourth of a hin of oil from pressed olives, and a fourth of a hin of wine as a drink offering. The second lamb you are to offer around sundown. You are to prepare for it the same meal offering as for the morning, and the same drink offering for a soothing aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord. 
This will be a regular burnt offering throughout your generations at the entrance of the tent of meeting before the Lord, where I will meet with you to speak to you there. There I will meet with the Israelites, and it will be set apart as holy by my glory. So I will set apart as holy the tent of meeting and the altar. And I will set apart as holy Aaron and his sons, that they may minister as priests to me. I will reside among the Israelites, and I will be their God. And they will know that I am the Lord their God, who brought them out from the land of Egypt, so that I may reside among them. I am the Lord their God. Matthew chapter 24. Now as Jesus was going out of the temple courts and walking away, his disciples came to show him the temple buildings. And he said to them, Do you see all these things? I tell you the truth, not one stone will be left on another. All will be torn down. As he was sitting on the Mount of Olives, his disciples came to him privately and said, Tell us, when will these things happen? And what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? Jesus answered them, Watch out, that no one misleads you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and they will mislead many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. Make sure that you are not alarmed, for this must happen, but the end is still to come. For nation will rise up in arms against nation, and kingdoms against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these things are the beginning of birth pains. Then they will hand you over to be persecuted and will kill you. You will be hated by all the nations because of my name. Then many will be led into sin, and they will betray one another and hate one another. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many. And because lawlessness will increase so much, the love of many will grow cold. But the person who endures to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole inhabited earth as a testimony to all the nations, and then the end will come. So when you see the abomination of desolation, spoken about by Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, let the reader understand. Then those in Judea must flee to the mountains. The one on the roof must not come down to take anything out of his house. And the one in the field must not turn back to get his cloak. Woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing their babies in those days. Pray that your flight may not be in winter or on a Sabbath, for then there will be great suffering, unlike anything that has happened from the beginning of the world until now or ever will happen. And if those days had not been cut short, no one would be saved. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be cut short. Then if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or there he is, do not believe him. For false messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. Remember, I have told you ahead of time. So then, if someone says to you, look, he is in the wilderness, do not go out. Or look, he is in the inner rooms, do not believe him. For just like the lightning comes from the east and flashes to the west, so the coming of the Son of Man will be. Wherever the corpse is, there the vultures will gather. Immediately after the suffering of those days, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven, and the powers of heaven will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and all the tribes of earth will mourn. They will see the Son of Man arriving on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a loud trumpet blast, and they will gather his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other." 
Learn this parable from the fig tree. Whenever its branch becomes tender and puts out its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also you, when you see all these things, know that he is near right at the door. I tell you the truth, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. But as for that day and hour, no one knows it, not even the angels in heaven, except the Father alone. For just like the days of Noah were, so the coming of the Son of Man will be. For in those days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and given in marriage, until the day Noah entered the ark, and they knew nothing until the flood came and took them all away. It will be the same at the coming of the Son of Man. Then there will be two men in the field. One will be taken, and one left. There will be two women grinding grain with a mill. One will be taken, and one left. Therefore, stay alert, because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. But understand this. If the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have been alert and would have not let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. Who then is the faithful and wise slave whom the master has put in charge of his household to give the other slaves their food at the proper time? Blessed is that slave whom the master finds at work when he comes. I tell you the truth, the master will put him in charge of all his possessions. But if that evil slave should say to himself, my master is staying away a long time, and he begins to beat his fellow slaves and to eat and drink with drunkards, then the master of that slave will come on a day when he does not expect him and at an hour he does not foresee and will cut him in two and assign him a place with the hypocrites where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Psalm 33. You godly ones shout for joy because of the Lord. It is appropriate for the morally upright to offer him praise. Give thanks to the Lord with the harp. Sing to him to the accompaniment of a ten-stringed instrument. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully as you shout out your praises to him. For the Lord's decrees are just and everything he does is fair. He promotes equity and justice. The Lord's faithfulness extends throughout the earth. By the Lord's decree, the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth, all the starry hosts. He piles up the waters of the sea. He puts the oceans in storehouses. Let the whole earth fear the Lord. Let all who live in the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke, and it came into existence. He issued the decree, and it stood firm. The Lord frustrates the decisions of the nations. He nullifies the plans of the peoples. The Lord's decisions stand forever. His plans abide throughout the ages. How blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom he has chosen to be his special possession. The Lord watches from heaven. He sees all people. From the place where he lives, he looks carefully at all the earth's inhabitants. He is the one who forms every human heart and takes note of all their actions. No king is delivered by his vast army. A warrior is not saved by his great might. A horse disappoints those who trust in it for victory. Despite its great strength, it cannot deliver. Look, the Lord takes notice of his loyal followers, those who wait for him to demonstrate his faithfulness by saving their lives from death and sustaining them during times of famine. We wait for the Lord. He is our deliverer and shield. For our hearts rejoice in him, for we trust in his holy name. May we experience your faithfulness, O Lord, for we wait for you.
The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible. NetBible.com. Copyright 1996 2019. Used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC. All rights reserved.